Welcome to the Northampton Saints podcast ahead of the Aviva Premiership Round 7 clash with Gloucester. It was a disappointing trip to France for the team with a loss to Cass last weekend and Ford's coach Dorian West says that the work to put things right started immediately. Yeah, well we got back at tea time on, on, on Sunday. We were obviously all very disappointed um, but we were straight back in at work on Monday morning at 8 o'clock so uh, yeah, we, we had some good honest meetings and, and everybody had their say in the things that... that we thought we were okay, and the things that we we need to be better at, um, and and we've had we've had a good day today training, so it's good to get back into it and, and try and put it behind you, and have a Friday night game as well focuses the attention quickly. Yeah, it can't come soon enough. We're we're all desperate to to right the wrongs of last week and try and iron out some of the inconsistencies that we showed over the season so far. You know, we know that the the players are strong. We know that they're talented. Is it just a question about getting things right in the top two inches? Yeah, sometimes, and I think um, just making sure we get our training right and practice the things that we want to do in the game and making sure we're more accurate in, 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 in that side of it, making sure we finish things off. So I think on the whole, we, we, we have played a lot of decent rugby this season. I know the, the weekend was really disappointing. The Harlequins game was really disappointing. I think in the other games, we have been inconsistent within those games, but we have played a lot of good rugby. So it's just a matter of being more consistent throughout the game and making sure we take the chances that we create. And of course, the last two games here at Franklin's Gardens have both been wins against two tough teams. Yeah, exactly. Montpellier was one of the biggest pack of forwards we've ever played against and some world-class players in their back line. So to beat a team like that, I know the conditions weren't great, um, but we, we really fronted up that night. I know people have said that that, cast, uh, that Montpellier underperformed on the night, but we think we were a big part of that. We stopped a lot of their threats and, and we, we had a good day in the scrum translate that the following week where we were really poor in the scrum so we know we need to be more consistent and we need to play at our best. It's that frustrating you say Luda when people say that a team underperforms but then you know they're only ever as good as you let them. Exactly that's how, that's how we felt against Montpellier we're really pleased with that result um, they're one of the biggest sides in France they're one of the biggest squads in France um, I think they're second in their league and and we felt on the night that we did a lot of the things we talked about and, and, we, and we stopped them scoring points. So that was something we were really pleased with and, and we need to play more like that more often. People might look at Gloucester and, and say their home form's not been great and, and they're another inconsistent team in, in the Aviva Premiership, but their away form's been, been pretty good. So is that uh, the thing that you're focusing on this week? Yeah, they're a good side. We, we know what Gloucester have to offer. We, we have tough games against them every year. They, they, they're a really good back line and a decent pack of forwards that will produce ball. So we know we need to be at our best and, and uh, make sure we, we uh, translate what we've been doing on the training pitch onto the match day pitch. In terms of, um, the, in terms of the stopping their threats, do you look predominantly at, at stopping an offloading game or, or their wide game or is it, st- or is it really start up front? I think their kicking game's really good. They kick the ball in the air and compete for it. Um, but they've also got a lot of pace out wide where they, they will uh, cause you problems if you give them too much space. So we need to control the game and make sure we play in the right areas and, and make sure we're putting the pressure on them. Ethan Muller. Hi. Um, tough day at the office on Saturday. Um, tell us a bit about your thoughts on the game. Yeah, Saturday was uh, was extremely tough to take from, from all angles. You know. Um, we're a lot better than that as a team and you know it's disappointing especially after the performance we had the week before at home um, to then go into the next round of the European competition and, and, and lose by that margin. Um, we didn't really go through the processes we know we could and we didn't really play to the 
to the level at which we we've reached previously and you know it's, it's massively disappointing but on the plus side it's a short turnaround and we've got a good chance to to, to rectify it Friday night like you said short turnaround returning home to Franklin's Gardens you're hoping the uh, Franklin's faithful will turn out for you on Friday yeah hugely I mean Friday night atmosphere is awesome and and being around Franklin's Gardens you know there's no other ground in the Prem like it uh, the fans always get get on top of you and and, and give you the boost that you need there's nothing quite like coming on for a scrum preparing for it and, and hearing oh when the saint um, so I'm, I'm pretty confident you know with, with the boys as much as the lads want to get out there and, and win the game I'm pretty sure the fans want to get us out there and see us win as well so that support's crucial for us on Friday night you know it's, it, it's been uh, a week mostly of self-reflection for us um, looking at the, at the weekend after that performance but drew a line under that after, after the first day of debrief and we've been looking at Gloucester since um, we know that they're an extremely dangerous side and, and we know that on any uh, any different day in the Premiership it comes down to, to who's got the passion and, and you know ultimately who, who's up for it on the day um, so we can't we can't rest on, on our laurels and we, we know that if we give them an inch they'll, they'll take it and so we've got to make sure that we're spot on in terms of everything we do on Friday night and, and not really give them a foothold into the game Should we talk about your costume that you had on a few seconds ago that you've just taken off the november glasses yeah do you want to tell us about those i will do i'm currently wearing a pair of glasses uh which have a mustache attached due to my severe lack of ability to grow facial hair um all in support of november coming up next month um along with this i will be doing back by absolutely zero demand i will be shaving a mustache into my chest um just for support purposes really but you know it's a, it's a great charity to get behind and you know, there'll be a fair few lads with some absolutely disgusting facial hair on show for the next month or so so if you can if you're a bloke and you can grow a moustache please get involved if you're a woman please support after having learned his trade so far in the professional ranks in the Wanderers and with Scotland under 20 Rory Hutchinson has had a baptism of fire at the top level of club rugby starting against both Exeter and Cast and coming off the bench against Harlequins and Montpellier he says that he's been relishing his opportunities yeah, it's been um, it's been good fun. Uh, it's been nice to get a bit of um, a bit of game time, uh, especially in the first team. Um, but yeah, no, I've really enjoyed it. Is that even including the French trip, or is it a case of almost mixed emotions in terms of the you know uh, making a first Champions Cup start, but then in a game that you really just want to move on from as quickly as possible? Oh yeah, there's pros and cons. Um, I mean, to be able to get the opportunity to play was great. Um, obviously the the result wasn't uh, good for us, but uh, we've had a, a good. We got a quick turnaround now. Um, training today's been good. Uh, it's been good and sharp. Um, and yeah, we look forward and we go into this uh, Friday night game with a lot of confidence. You came into the into the starting lineup against Exeter at relatively late notice. Did that, in some respects, help you prepare for it? Because it's a question of right, you're in, you're starting, and then you've just got to switch on straight away. Yeah, I mean, uh, for for some people. Um, Playing on the bench and starting is, is a different is a different mindset going into the game. Um, I, I got a bit of time just before I found out about an hour before um, we came in that I was starting. Um, and yeah, you got to got to get your head around it. But at the end of the day, you you go there on the pitch to do a job. And um, luckily, it was, it was a good day at the office. Do you think that the fly half experience with Scotland under twenties helped you in terms of playing twelve? Because you've come up through the system more as a thirteen. Yeah, um, twelve. There's di- there's different roles at twelve. You get your your ball carrying twelve, and then you get your distributing twelve. And I like to think that I can add uh, my distribution to the uh, to the team. So um, 
look, I'm, I'm happy to play anywhere for Northampton. We spoke to George Pesey a couple of weeks ago about you know the partnership from his perspective, you know, trying to help you as the as the youngster coming through. You know, from your perspective, flipping that round in terms of how much of a help was he at, at, at 13 that day? You know, in terms of just pointing in the right directions and, and for what to do. Yeah, massively. It wasn't just that day. Um, even today, going through some uh, drills, he's always there. Always there, going through my games with me. Uh, always there to uh, help me. Um, he's been a great role model, and uh, yeah, playing uh, with him at my first game, him outside me was uh, it was good. Uh, he showed me. He definitely showed me the ropes. And then in cast last week, you're at thirteen. Harry Mallander's at twelve. Mm-hmm. A partnership that was in the Premiership Academies League final less than two years ago. Could you imagine then that you'd have been playing together that you know this short amount of time later in a Champions Cup tie together? No, definitely not. Um, yeah, it was great playing with Harry at 18s and it's great now playing uh, uh, for the ones for him. Um, but he's a great player, uh, very skillful, and it's good to be able to work on him. When you say it's good to, in terms of the skillful, you know, what does that mean for you as a 13? Is it just a case of just trying to latch on? You're talking about distribution skills and what have you because he's, you know, he's a ball-playing 12 as well. So um, in terms of that, you needing to, to latch onto it, can you put that into, into some kind of context or what that means practically? Uh, yeah, so um, you, you've watched Harry play... Um, he can he can uh, get over the gain line by a good ten meters, or he can throw uh, fifteen twenty meter passes into space. And uh, for me, that's good um, to be on his shoulder when he makes his breaks, or to be on the end of a pass. Um, so uh, yeah, it's good to play with him. Are those kind of things pre calls, or are they um, in terms of whether it's going wide, or is it just really having to switch on and to be able to react and, and to go back to playing when you were back in the under 18s and knowing how what he's likely to do. Yeah, so at 18s we were very limited to the amount of time we uh, had together to train and play. Um, but all rugby, you can pre-call as much as you want, but it's actually what's in uh, it's what's in front of you you play to. And uh, to be able to uh, be aware of the space is the most important thing. Looking back to the start of the summer, and you went into your third uh, under-20 World Championships, if you'd have played, and it's it's the great what if, and I know that players don't tend to think of records before they go into a tournament. But if you'd have played every um, match in that, you'd have set a world record for the number of under twenties matches. Um, the fact that you haven't been able to do that is that a real frustration for you? Uh, yeah, at the time, uh, we had a really good uh, under twenties team for Scotland uh, this year, and it was a shame there was a lot of injuries, not just for myself. Um, it would have been great to have. You know, shown what what we had um, what we had to play in the World Cup, but you know things happen sometimes for bad reasons and for good reason. And uh, luckily, I was able to you know, with my injury, to see a positive from it was to be able to put some weight on, um, which was a big thing for me. Um, and yeah, luckily I've just I've had more opportunities. Um, and uh, yeah, playing in the World Cup was great. Uh, I, I missed it, um, and we had a great team. And especially because it was on rel- as close to home soil as you're going to get. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it made it that bit uh, more special being uh, being back in the UK. Um, but yeah, it seemed like a more of a home tournament for us as, just as much as England. Um, but no, it was great. I've loved my times of 20s and I'd, I'd never swap it for anything. In terms of helping you, just to go back to the, to the Champions Cup stuff, 
the fact that you were playing under 20s two years young, does that then help you when in terms of that, the experience of playing with players who are more experienced and, and older than you? Does that then help you when you do make that step up into the first team level and you're playing alongside guys like Henry Slade a few weeks ago or, or the, you know, the French pair in, in Cass last weekend? Yeah. Um, it, it, you, always, you have to start somewhere in rugby um, and you, you do start at the bottom and you do go, you can go to the top. And yeah, I can use those experiences, but um, yeah, um, yeah, they did, they helped me a lot. Um, and it just shows that um, the more that you train, the more you play, the harder you work, it just shows it goes come off.